Rolling. of the earth and shout out to our listeners in on Egypt. the moon <laughs> shout out to our listeners in on the moon <laughs> and cairo egypt mahraba <laughs> on this episode of the catch the sky podcast we return to utah our favorite place we're visiting our national park system we got pipe springs zion national bryce canyon we had some state parks Coral Pink Sand Dunes and the Kodachrome. Bring your wax, bitch. <laughs> Shout out to Kanab, Utah, where the 2001 version of Planet of the Apes was filmed for being our base camp, if you will. We're going to cover the ABCs of the region. And as always. Hell of a fucking base camp. <laughs> <laughs> Ran out of power. <laughs> <laughs> we, get a, we get a light dusting and this is what happens put that on the fucking google review for sure <laughs> as always t and i we're on social media platforms that contribute to your child's eating disorders and unnecessary comparisons to other filtered people but we're on there Yep, you can search for us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or wherever you find podcasts by searching the Catch the Sky podcast or on Twitter at CTS Terry or at CTS Safe. So you guys said that you were going off to Utah, and I was basically in a tailspin at this point. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to. I came down to the Southwest for something. I need to I need to go explore. I'm going to go fucking crazy. You can't leave me at home right now. So I third wheeled it. We crammed an extra dog in that car. <laughs> it, it allowed us to enjoy Adina's many roomier aspects. <laughs> yeah, because if you guys had packed all that shit in your car with the dog, there's you still would have been not comfortable. She, there would have been no room for Saki. The Prius would have been just fine, and the smell of my farts would have even tasted better in my Prius. Yeah, well, <laughs> South Park references aside, there would have been no room for Saki. On previous trips, she did just fine, other than it seems the heat and maybe excessive speed drives the dogs wild. I don't know how to stop any of this, but as soon as we left town trying to pack this shit show in, they had revolted. They said, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. So let's just review the packing component of it. Let's just start there. So we packed this motherfucker. We think it's great. We've built this wall of shit. Okay. So in my car, you can fold down two thirds of the back seat. And that's what we did. And we just packed it with shit. And that way the dogs couldn't jump from the back trunk area 
up into the back seat. Or so we thought. Or so we thought. <laughs> Saki starts just tearing this thing apart one bit at a time, one sleeping bag and one pillow at a time. She's just yanking shit out of there. I love that by the end of the trip, we finally were smart enough to put the cooler <laughs> in front, like make an actual solid wall and not just like put all the soft shit back there that they could tear through. It's the cooler handle that really makes this work. Oh, yeah, because you can stand it up and then you can lean all sorts of shit against it. You can stack all sorts of shit against there. It was great. It makes, regardless, the cooler was impenetrable and it was difficult to get. We had so much food Mm -hmm. and goodies and we couldn't even get to any of it. And that was was one of the sadder parts of the trip. So make sure. But this is why we brought the smaller cooler, but we didn't utilize (laughs) it properly. Just just make sure you pack your cooler accordingly to where you can get access to the foods you're going to want to eat. That's that's tip number one, because this is like a travel episode. <laughs> well, yeah. So this is why we brought a second smaller cooler, but we didn't put the snacks and stuff to eat in there. You guys didn't utilize it right. You put all the shit that you wanted to eat in the bigger one and didn't put any of it for the day in the smaller. Cooler. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, at the beginning of the day, take out your shit <laughs> from the bigger cooler and put it in the smaller cooler so it's in there for the day. And that's accessible. And then you bury that larger cooler for the rest of the day so the dogs don't get through. If I'd only known what I've known now. (laughs) (laughs) We'd still have two tents. (laughs) (laughs) So we we got off to a slow start to say the least. I think you went out. You you were working all night. You were you were on the streets. You were. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was hooking it out there. And then I came home. And yeah, we, I got like two hours of sleep and then we packed this bitch poorly and we meander out of here and it got hot. Like it got Arizona. Yeah. It was warm that morning. And for the archives, we are recording this on November 3rd, Mm -hmm. but this trip is like the beginning of October, right? Yeah. And it's been a few weeks, but we, we definitely wanted our listeners out there to hear about our latest zany adventures in Utah. Number one. But number two, if you decide to make this trek, I mean, we want to we wanna help you plan better. So that is what we're going to be getting into. It's <laughs> 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 oh, a perfect way to put it, though. October 10th, we left on a Sunday, football Sunday. The Cardinals were hosting the 49ers, and I wasn't sure if we were going to win. <laughs> well, we all know the result of that now. So... We mosey on up to Flagstaff. Not without a couple pit stops. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Once to fix the dogs again. (laughs) Temporary solution. You got hungry. I had, I was so starving. I was so starving because we didn't, I didn't get to eat anything that morning. We tried to feed you the food that we did have available and you would not accept it. (laughs) You refused. It had to have some component of bread Maybe some vegetables, optional, and meat. <laughs> yes. That's what I needed. So. <laughs> no amount of granola bars? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Or cliff bars or peanut butter bars or anything. We're going to do it. I think grapes. There, there were grapes. Yeah, none of that was doing it. Because I, I, I would have eaten it all. You don't realize, like, I would have eaten everything that we had in the car. So. <laughs> we, we, get, we, we pass through Flagstaff, and then we head up to... We, we plan to stop in Flagstaff, and I think if, if you're taking this trip, you can get right to Flag. Lots of food, lots of great national park options, including Sunset Crater, 
Volcano National Monument, the Lava Flows Trail. An alternative is Walnut Canyon National Monument, which is also a quick stop. Again, you're just hitting a national park. You're checking out some beauty, maybe doing a little picnic. We did Walnut Canyon in June <laughs> on accident. There was some there was some miscommunication from our previous Utah trip. Yes. And then we worked in Walnut Canyon. It was a wonderful experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both great. Whoop Talkie is not so keen on animals, so don't bring your dogs to Whoop Talkie, but you're seeing native ancient Indian indigenous yes. ruins land. Yeah, dogs aren't really welcome in a lot of places. So it's great that we brought two. <laughs> and, two and, and two hellions, to say the least. <laughs> just total assholes in the back. I thought in Bryce Canyon, I thought Saki was going off the edge when she got off her leash and she oh, had a run yeah. part. Mm-hmm. I thought it was over. I yeah, was just, like, gonna just slide through the snow and just go shooting off the side. And then I was figuring out what my like what I would have had to do just as a, you'd think about all these things all of a sudden. Glad it didn't happen, but yeah. All right, what, 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 looking at the itinerary here. I know, I know I wanted to get there before dusk, and we had a long haul to go, but we did make it to Paige, I think, at a beautiful hour. And Paige has become commercialized, and everything that is featured there, the Horseshoe Bend, Antelope Canyon, even the Carl Hayden, <laughs> Glen Canyon Dam, that's even that's closed down right now. You can't even use the bathrooms and you had to use porta potties, which oh, are disgusting. My <laughs> God. Yeah. Can we talk about that? The porta potties <laughs> were, they were they were I've never seen them filled so high. Mm. That is the amount of human shit. Like, think of how much shit is in there. That is so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> But we actually hit that on the way back. But you can hit it to or fro. I think it, I think you want it to be a nice bathroom stop and a scenic view. Mm-hmm. And it should be because you can walk across the bridge and you can see. Let me make sure I get this right. <laughs> the Glen Canyon Dam Overlook. I want to do the tour. But since COVID, the whole thing's been shut down. And I would it's I did the Hoover Dam when I was a kid. And I think it's worth it to go see our nation's infrastructure the engineering marvels, maybe for those people who don't believe in science or think Tower 7 just fell miraculously, I think it's always a good idea to visit these types of facilities just to really appreciate the work that human beings can create that should not be destroyed unless a plane with jet fuel breaks into it. Okay, so two things (laughs) on that. So the first would be the Glen Canyon Dam for our listeners is the second largest concrete arch dam to the Hoover Dam. Mm Mm-hmm. So, just for our listeners, it is quite a sight. Yes, it's it's, it, it is it's it's very big. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, Tower Seven was not struck by a plane, and there was no evidence of any jet fuel just raining down from the sky from the north and south towers. So, back to Utah. <laughs> so we're Wawip is the only overlook that you're going to be able to see without paying admission or a fee. So we went there, looked at the beauty, took some photos. Uh, Our listeners don't like that safe. (laughs) That's why I I burped away from the microphone. (laughs) 
But eventually, we arrive at Coral Pink Sand Dunes State Park, where I will say this, and I, I hate sharing this information because this is information I want to keep for myself. But the Utah State Park System, their camping grounds are really quite lovely. They have showers. They have bathrooms the- with MB Alexander stickers in them. <laughs> <laughs> I I always get nervous about traveling and where I'm going to take a dump because that's just, I just need to, I, even the train rides sometimes on a subway or a long flight are unnerving because it's like, damn it, what if I have to poop? <laughs> Either way, the state park system is phenomenal. We got there late, though, and campsite host Dave was there. And Dave's ride or die. Like, shout out to Dave. I mean, he was there, but I don't know if he was, like, there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, he was ride or die, but I don't know. like, (laughs) Like, say if a bear showed up, like, would you be like, Camp host Dave, like, what do we do? (laughs) Like, he'd be by your side, but I don't know if he would, like, know, like, what to do. (laughs) So, yes, he is ride or die. But And he he did tell me about the weather. (laughs) That it was just going to be a light dusting. (laughs) It was going to melt quickly and everybody was going to move on. That was not the case. And we did know the weather in advance. Like you always check the weather before. And we knew that there was going to be snow on Tuesday. We knew there was going to be snow. I don't think we knew how much snow was coming, just as an FYI. But Coral Pink. I wish we had. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it was the Coral Pink Sand Dune State Park. Mm. And a couple of films we're shot in that area. I can't remember off the top of my head. Was it uh, Prince of Thieves? I know there was a period between a lot of old westerns. Mm-hmm. Maybe but, a boys to men video. <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting the sands to be a little more pinkish. No, they were still, I mean, definitely different than things that I've seen. That's for sure. But they have these big dunes that you can sled down. Which we were very excited for. Yeah, you just have to have the proper equipment. So, like, you know, the top of your Rubbermaid's not going to work. Um, top of your Rubbermaid storage container is not going to work. I wouldn't recommend anything that isn't either a toboggan, a snowboard, skis. <laughs> I had some type of device that's good for your core ab work. That thing looked like it was going to be a winner. It did. Like the bodyboard or whatever the hell it was. Now you can rent these sleds if you want to for like $25. But I believed we could save money and just bring some crap around the house and slide down it. And that did not work probably because we didn't have enough wax. It was was probably the biggest disappointment, but just the biggest part is just you're walking up sand dunes and then to slide down. And we couldn't slide down, but you're, you're exerting all that energy. And it was windy. Getting blasted with sand. It's like so you're getting sand blasted as you're walking up these dunes and there's no payoff. That's where I love the mask. It's like, this is where I need a mask. Uh-huh. That's And I had it on. I had mine. I had mine. We, we have photographic evidence. Yes, yes, this is true. But my favorite part is when we mailed it in after the dunes and we just let the fucking dogs run amok. 
I'm a believer in free range animals. So just seeing them run amok through that sand makes me think that, that Saki and Frank would just love it at the beach. We got to find some dog friendly beaches. I think I know of some. Yeah. Where they can just, yeah, run around and piss and shit in the water. (laughs) (laughs) There was some camp hijinks. We met a couple from Colorado and they needed help pushing their, their ATV motorcycle toys into their trailer so they could haul it out. And I remember the gentleman came over to us and asked for our help. And I, we agreed. And then there was this moment where he was looking at me and I looked at him and then I looked at my lady. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know that you're not jumping in to help anybody with this. And for the listeners who don't know, I am physically, I should not be pushing anything. At all. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that... You were happy to volunteer me. The ex... I didn't volunteer anybody. I just know that that you two handled it gracefully. And... But I I think they were... They were probably like, that son of a bitch let his woman push the water (laughs) sack off. (laughs) And it doesn't help that I'm a dark male. So they're like, ah, he's from one of those cultures. Uh (laughs) You just got to put her out there, put her to work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do labor. My women do it for me. Jesus Christ. So either at night. I thought we were going to dump the thing when we got it up like into the back. I thought we were going to tip it over when it was in there. (laughs) Did you guys almost break some shit? (laughs) I, I thought we did. What I loved is is that we didn't recognize the woman from the morning. Yes. Because she was all bundled up. And the dogs were, it was cold. And the reason why she was bundled up is because we were freezing. And we knew instantly that we had not packed enough blankets <laughs> and equipment to survive the cold. And it wasn't, it was like 30 degrees. And, and 30 doesn't seem cold on paper. But my God. <laughs> 30's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the league. (laughs) As soon as we we got into town the next morning, I was like, we need hot coffee. We we did not come prepared for a lot of things. Well, the thing that annoyed me is I knew all this shit was going to happen. And I left my fucking winter hat and gloves in the closet here. It's not like I didn't bring them. I have them here. And I fucking left them in the closet. And you want to know what I did? I fucking just bared through that whole fucking weekend without him. No gloves, no hat. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I had to go to the store. I was I was buying, <laughs> was you were buying, buying parkas and shit. <laughs> we we You almost had to buy another tent. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the highlight. <laughs> so I just wanna say that this tent and I had it's a REI half dome tent. And it was my first backpacking tent purchased for the purposes of traveling to have a soup by the Grand Canyon. And it served me well throughout the Pacific Northwest in the Redwoods, all throughout Southern Utah. This tent and I have seen some great memories, some, some good lovemaking. Came on a road trip last year. <laughs> this tent finally found its end during a snow-covered morning. The second morning. It started, yeah, the second morning. It started as rain at midnight. We left our chairs outside. (laughs) (laughs) And your pants. 
I'm like, fucking pants. <laughs> oh, they froze. <laughs> I don't think they they dried up till we got back to flag. They didn't thaw out <laughs> until we like got back to flag. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Oh man. And I, I could not undo this tent. The cold was getting to my hands. I had gloves on too, but I am not built. I am built for the tropical weather. I, I could have, I should have walked away. Emotional intelligence 101. I should have walked away, done something else and then come back to it. But I used my, my strength <laughs> and I snapped the tent like the incredible Hulk. And it was, it was a moment where. I think a partner looks at her partner and, and says, is this the kind of guy I want to be with? He's, he's clearly exerting <laughs> way too much anger. And, and we talked about it later, my partner and I, and, and she was clearly distraught or disturbed at this, this anger, this outburst of anger that she watched as I just destroyed this tent. And I said, yeah, I understand that, but that wasn't between me and you. That was between me and the tent. <laughs> Make no mistake. <laughs> I just was like, what the fuck? Because, again, you're sitting over there getting your ass kicked by the tent that you just laid out such adoration for. And I am over here bare hands in the snow, like handling all these metal poles and shit, just like calmly taking apart this tent that I only put together for the first time two nights before. <laughs> it was my backup tent. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm handling the backup tent with my bare hands and you over there, you're just over there going Tasmanian devil because we're in a little bit of fucking snow. I think I thought that the dog, so how I woke up, right? <laughs> I thought the dog wanted to go to the bathroom and all she wanted to do was go fuck with Frank in the other tent. <laughs> and she tries to jump on this thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I woke up. <laughs> and you didn't want to wake up. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I was comfortably numb in my tent, but I, and all of a sudden it's just, you're being subjected to the elements and it's coming. And, and by the way, that snow did not stop until at least two or 3 PM. We suffered through that all the way to Bryce Canyon. Yeah, but it made Bryce Canyon were pretty scenic. That's for sure. That's for sure. So it should be noted, I think, at this point that we, after our sand dune sledding experience didn't work out, we took off and we headed south. We went to Kanab. T had to stop at Lots of Matza Pizza for some all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. So for your pizza needs. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in Kanab, Utah, given that they have power. That's for sure. Or didn't have, well, eventually didn't have power. Right. But, but yeah, yeah. So I guess before we get to Bryce, we should mention that on that first day after the sledding didn't work out, that's when we went to Zion. Not only Zion, but we went to, we started at Pipe Springs National Monument. And so this is worth stopping at because it's it's a home that is dedicated to being able to communicate being able to share messages. So telegraphs and agriculture and water. And it was a place where people came to, to enjoy meals. And it was, it was a rest stop for people to, uh, who traveled through before they got either South or North of that area, which were more 
sought after destinations. And because this was like the premier rest area, they made it a national park. And, (laughs) (laughs) but they had a farm there and they provided us fresh eggs, all types of fresh vegetables. I cannot believe those eggs stayed intact (laughs) for as long as they fucking did. That was absurd. I'd be open to getting chickens just solely because they could hang out in the backyard. I wonder about the dogs like getting them. But if <laughs> those eggs that chickens lay, those things are not the store-bought shit that, you know, that, that will have weak exteriors. But anyway, I do recommend hitting Pipe Spring National Monument. And then as you're going through, hit Colorado City, Arizona. It is a FLDS, which is a fundamentalist Latter-day Saints stronghold. The federal government raided this place because of the disgusting acts of polygamy. And and I guess polygamy is one thing, but the age difference, you're talking about 70-year-old men, 80-year-old men with, with teenage and in some cases under 18 women, right? I had never been to an FLDS stronghold, and I always wanted to go, but I learned that they sell alcohol. And we bought a growler for the purposes of, of feeding our animals water as we rolled through this trip. <laughs> and I ended up just saying to hell with them, we're filling this thing up with some beer from Colorado city. And so we went to the edge of the world brewery in Colorado city. One of the most unique experiences I've ever come to have bunch of dudes with beards and like flannel shirts, maybe some without beards, but I tried to get the vibe. Like I went in there all smiles, but yeah, I got I definitely got a weird vibe. And but I do recommend everyone else go and experience it for yourself and pick up on your own vibe. Yeah, let us know what vibe you get. We noticed a lot of compounds on the drive up. I was gonna I, that's <laughs> what I was gonna mention is it's they're these 80-year-old men are probably able to get away with this because they got their fucking compounds. This is why they built their compounds. You talk about the weird shit you want to do behind closed doors. Why do you think they're building entire fucking compounds? We can have an episode about polygamy. I'd love to have that conversation, number one, because I think the Muslims and the Mormons have something right there, by the way. And those were the last two major religions. And those were their decrees. So you got to think, if you're a religious person, you believe in religion, why would Islam and Mormonism, the the two, two of the, if not two of the largest major religions in the world, have these, these belief systems? Unless religion, of course, was created as a sexist way to, to kind of subjugate women. But that's a whole other kind. Or people. But that's a larger. <laughs> 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 <Depending> again. <laughs> I love how you're like women. Wait, wait. Or, or people as a whole, right? <laughs> Hang on. He might be onto something. <laughs> so once we got out of the compounds, we did hit Zion. And yes. that's where we learned you ran these streets. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Right before. That's what was he getting so fucking fired up about? Do we remember? As you're driving into Zion from the the Western entrance side, right? What did he see? He just saw people. There's like a whole populated town. There was all these election board signs. God, yeah. So he was just hyped up. And there's some issues, political issues around development around Zion. Uh, they're all fired up over there for their elections as far as how they should build and how they should not build. But yeah. either way, yeah. That's well, what they've I'm already about. built fucking enough there. You, like you said, there's like a whole fucking city there. It's crazy. So, Frank, Frank, 
he's getting all hyped up in the back and it's my turn to sit in the back seat and this means the dogs are breathing heavily over me and constantly like jumping up and tearing shit down because at this point we still hadn't figured out how to properly pack the car and so (laughs) (laughs) so i got up and i turned around and i fucking (laughs) fucking like basically (laughs) crawled halfway into the back of the fucking Grabbed him by his collar and fucking <laughs> just knocked him down a peg and <laughs> told him, I, I fucking run these streets. <laughs> you know who runs these streets, motherfucker? <laughs> Don't you forget it. It was such an outburst because you're, you're, you're driving through this very quiet, beautiful area. <laughs> and we're and, taking in all the scenery. All and, right. and this all happened like... <laughs> In the matter of like two seconds, like it, it, it was nowhere near as slow as I just articulated it. Like I just sprang on him. I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm on these streets. Don't you forget it, bitch. Now, Frank has a very abrasive bark for the listeners who don't know. And, and it, oh, my God. Yeah. If you're, it if you're scares in a, everybody in the car, it scares everybody all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. I've had several small heart attacks. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you're in the house, it echoes like yeah. it has that it booms, and it's so sudden. You, you don't even know you don't. There's no growl. There's no murmur. Yeah, yeah. it's just boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate it because I think from a burgling point of view, that nobody's messing with this house. Oh no, Ever. yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Frank. I, Frank must he protect scared this the house. The Amazon got it. I hit my hand on the door as it was trying to calm him down. Yeah, big mistake. Never should do that. What? I, I swatted at the door yeah. to try to shut him up. Yeah. I, that's not an effective strategy. I almost broke my hand. Yeah, don't do that. Why the Amazon? What was the Amazon? He was delivering a book. What are you reading now? I was, yeah, somebody sent me a book. I'm reading it. <laughs> I think it's called The Body Keeps the Score. I couldn't tell you the author off the top of my head, but The Body <laughs> Keeps the Score. That's what I'm reading right now. I'm like 11 pages in. And yeah. Yeah, I, I read. I read every now and then. He's an intellect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we just took a short hike through Zion, checked it pa, out. Paw Rush Trail. Yes. It's the only dog-friendly trail in Zion. That's right. And Zion, of course, is out of fucking control. I recommend going either early, early, early in the morning or later on in the afternoon when the crowds have cleared out. Midday's nuts. but That's where we first saw the travel van where you dump water in the back. I was so confused, but the, I the later, Germans, yes. But yeah, I later figured out that it's probably they probably have like a sink or something in there, or like a toilet or something. Probably not a toilet, but maybe something in there that they need fresh water for. I'm still clinging to the belief that they I love powered it. their vehicle with water. Well, it just I were conditioned to think that based on where they were putting it. But yes, that's what she said. There was a name of a company. Did anybody take a picture of this van? Wasn't it like escape vans or something like that? I can't call. I didn't take a picture. <laughs> I, I I know that we can very, very easily get this information on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that we were not filling up our vehicle with water. We were filling it up with Sinclair gas. With Sinclair's a, everywhere. <laughs> the green dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I just love their sense of humor about the whole thing. You know. That a dinosaur is the mascot. For a gas company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Toy Story did the same thing. They did some knockoff Sinclairs. (laughs) But, 
Yeah, gas was out of control because we were in some pretty remote areas. It was over. It was like four fifty at fucking. Um, where do we stay outside Kodachrome? Mm. Remember that? But we 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 found that the most inexpensive gas is located just right out right, right outside within, Bryce. Yeah, right within Bryce. Yeah, there's a gas station there, and and I think it's in that. It's in the reasonable range for the area. Yeah. So after we were done with Zion, we went back for the evening, and then. Got up in the morning and we're buried in snow and you had your fit and then we went to we went to Bryce. <laughs> we went to Bryce. And yeah, but we stopped at Red Canyon Visitor Center along the way. We took a poop break. Oh yeah, that was right. <laughs> yeah, Red Canyon was beautiful. Lots of cool scenery there. But yeah, again, so much snow and there it was ugly out there. We didn't want to be out in that shit. What's cool about the Dixie National Forest or the near Red Canyon visitor area is that you drive through these rock rock columns, these rock they're 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 part of the road, but you drive right through them and there's two of them. Yeah, that's when you drive through like the you actually drive like through the cliffside and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. I think we we started on a hike on our way back again, a lot of pooping in and around that area. Some we picked up, some we left behind. <laughs> the ones in the snow we left behind and that's where i learned in pennsylvania you do the same thing you just let frank shit for the entire winter and then once the snow melts then you actually pick up the shit and you've tried to employ that same method and strategy here and it's just not working <laughs> <laughs> well oh god there's just it's two dogs he, he just shits so much i i just appreciate they shits all in one area and if i get to it once a week that's great that's great. We got only under the, you got a lot more shit to worry about in your yard than Frank's actual shit. There's a lot more going on back there that needs to be taken care of. Well, we're going to be getting to all of those chores soon, right? Cause you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're going to, let's so make the list. <laughs> I'm getting LASIK done next week. So for the veterans, he's doing it for the troops. Yep. <laughs> so I'll be uh, taking some time off after veterans day and be doing chores around the house. <laughs> Going to be laying some turf, tearing apart washing machines, digging up bushes. We're going to be recycling metal? Yeah. Just let's try and do this when it's... Uh, let's try and do some stuff earlier in the morning. I we got to visit be, a... I don't want to be in bright light. We got to visit a Mormon temple? <laughs> That's right. By the way, you're you're approved for that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> approved. Stamp of approval. This this I need this stamp of approval because that gets me one step closer to another river rafting trip. I'm pretty sure you're in. Sweet. So we're excited about getting to Kodachrome because we have tents already made for us. Canvas tents. Oh yeah, these big yeah, they're they're elevated. They're up on a platform, just giant zippers, hooks. There's propane heaters inside. Mm. Just the whole nine. You know, a what queen size bed, little shitter for you. Yeah. Was beautiful. A- it it yeah. was beautiful. Except <laughs> that four out of four zippers didn't work. Or maybe they were no five. Okay, they only had five. It only went to E because we 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 ended up we were in A, and this is where we discover oh after we unpack all of our shit that the zipper doesn't work. So we go down and talk to the nice woman at Kaylee. Kaylee. <laughs> we talk to Kaylee at the park entrance at Kodachrome. Kodachrome State Park. 
and this is after Bryce in Red Canyon, and she tells us, yeah, this happens all the time. You know, there's no other reservations. Just pick another tent. Mm -hmm. Well, we took it upon ourselves to take two. D and E happened to be right next door to each other and appeared to be in somewhat working order. But again, the zippers didn't appear to work on either tent. And at least mine had hooks. The hooks on mine worked. Now, this is important because it's really windy. And as we had mentioned before, there's snow. We don't know what the elements are going to be bringing this evening. And you took the approach of just stacking a bunch of shit in front of yours, Home Alone style, while (laughs) I took the giga tent that was provided inside the canvas tent and simply tied it up in front of the the space. Because otherwise Frank would have taken off into the night, right? Well, I had him. I think I had him hooked. But yes. See, I let Saki go in the morning, but yes, you're right. And that was that was the big issue. Both were dealing with elements and the dogs would make a run for it. But this also was easy for me to get in and out. I didn't have to like move a bunch of shit. I just literally could slide this flap that I created out of the way. And I didn't really want to get out of that tent. I wanted to stay in it all night long and all morning and just cuddle and snuggle. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> again, this is why we selected two tents so that this one could have some alone time and I could, you know, go fuck my dog. (laughs) (laughs) But it was definitely a lot more comfortable. The, The thing that bothered me though is you told me about these showers and they were great. They were, they were great at pink coral or coral pink. The, at the sand dunes, what, but they were weren't they nice at Kodachrome as well? They were better at Kodachrome. That's awesome. So <laughs> I was I was looking forward to this shower, and I had the time set aside in the morning to do this, but instead we just get right on the fucking road. So I just have to. We pack the vehicle correctly. Yes. <laughs> we 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 first we pack the vehicle. And correctly. I just want to note that he has not showered in two days. Yeah. I don't know why. Why you didn't shower at Coral Pink? Because I didn't, all right, because as a person from the north, I didn't want to shower and get all wet and then freeze. I actually brought you an extra towel, but you said you had towels. I had towels. I didn't want to freeze. You didn't have soap, and I gave you soap. I didn't want to freeze. You don't freeze. They're heated showers. After I get out of the shower, like my hair is wet. There's Dry it with a towel. There's All right. (laughs) I've had, okay, <laughs> I've literally had my hair freeze. Like, in, I had longer hair before, and I've gotten out of the shower, and it's been frozen in front of my face. You're not, when you're not going out into the elements, you're in a heated room. But then I'm, but then I'm leaving that heated room and going outside. Well, That's just a contrast <laughs> that I wasn't trying to deal with at that time of day. I wanted, I wanted to get out of a shower and not go into, like, the Arctic, okay? I didn't want to get out of a warm shower and go, that's just too much... Way too much contrast for my body, all right? That's too much change. I'd rather just be comfortable. And we did give you the shower first when you got home. Yes. Oh, God, that was great. (laughs) Such a good shower. But where do we hit? We were done at that point with just this trip in general. We didn't want to cook. We had all this food. We didn't want to eat it. We ended up going to showdowns in Tropic, Utah. And a gentleman played live music for us. We ate raw meat. Well... We ate, <laughs> raw meat. We ate dead meat. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they. We left the dogs in the car. 
we said to hell with it and we enjoyed ourselves a nice they gave us popcorn mm-hmm. and i had and we had burgers and yeah i got warm. that quesadilla oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is bread and cheese <laughs> no it's chicken too it was a chicken was quesadilla it a chicken quesadilla okay mm-hmm. yeah we, t- we we weren't we were not away from civilization like we were in previous trips by any stretch of the imagination. Every, every day we ate somewhere civilized. I think I was appreciative of those moments. And I really loved all the food we brought, but it was just easier sometimes just to just to go into town and get a meal. So think about that. Maybe plan two meals a day and make room for one meal and try to hit a local mom and pop business. As always, I'm trying to think of, so I, I, we do, we do highly recommend shout out to showdowns in Tropic, Utah. Mm-hmm. What about that vegan pizza place that you went to in, in Kanab? Yeah. That vegan spot in Kanab, Utah, peekaboo Canyon, wood fired kitchen. Don't forget lots of matzo. They had so much cool sports stuff on the walls. They look like they supported the local sports teams. As far as sponsorship, you see like the. Yeah. The tennis team, the football team, all that good stuff. I wanted to hit the big owls across the street for their pumpkin milkshakes, but they weren't open. You're talking about homemade pies? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're in Mormon country and you think that these people are a bunch of bunch of religious people and they've got these these billboards. Ho, like H O. Dash made pies, like homemade pies <laughs> made by your local hosts. <laughs> and that is that is the Thunderbird restaurant just outside of Zion National Park. Mount Caramel, technically, Mount Caramel. Caramel, Caramel. How do you say it? I guess it depends on who you ask. At one point I was real hard on caramel. But I think the hill that I'm going to die on is the fact that I say plethora. <laughs> plethora. <laughs> Sunny, Sunny Creek Coffee is another. It's a food truck. Is that there. another homemade pies place? Because there, was... were, there were a couple homemade pies place, but there was the, the one that had the homemade pies. And even the homemade pies place, like there were so many places making pies and they all had chicks just tits. All over the place. I think like, we're, I mean, we I, have a misperception of our Mormon friends. We really do. Oh, yeah. There's lots of, they, they love tits and cream buys just like <laughs> the rest of us. And beer. <laughs> Willow Canyon Outdoor is another business I'd recommend. That's where we bought our blanket, but they also sell coffee there. FYI. Those are all the small businesses I had. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> uh, looking on my list here and on my notes. I made our trip a loop. So we were traveling north up to the 89 and that's going to lead you through page and eventually connect you to Kanab. But then you'll end up taking the 89 within Utah and that'll get you to Zion as well. And when you, when you hit interstate state interstate 12 and you head east, that'll get you to Bryce. And what I had planned to do is outside in and around Kodachrome, there was a, what would later would become an impassable road mm-hmm. because of all the rain and the snow. I had created a loop, but because Adina is four wheel drive, all wheel drive, excuse me, 
ORV, all-wheel drive <laughs> ORV. <laughs> we were going to do it, but they closed the road because of the inclement weather. <laughs> Inclemental weather? Yeah. Inclement, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the term. Inclement weather. That was the joke. That's good. And so we... we and through that road, you could see Grovesner's Arch, Peekaboo. There are that woman at the visitor Cotton, center, Cottonwood Canyon. Yes, in Canab, yes. she she showed me this video of this minivan just getting like swept away, like down that road the day prior or whatever. So it's yeah, it's probably a good thing that we didn't fuck with it. It required us to drive all the way back, and we were gonna hit. This is my favorite, by the way. <laughs> Cedar Breaks National Monument. And we missed the turn somewhere between Glendale, Utah and Hatch, Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Where we just, yeah, where we just kept going. Whoops, we missed it. There's homemade pies again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But didn't we do something? Did we do something else in lieu of that? Or at that point, we just said, fuck it. We said, fuck it. We we stayed a little extra longer in Kanab. And that's where we we hung out with the visitor center. And that's where you go if you want to get tickets for the wave or any of that cool stuff. And she recommended that the wave is overrated and that. You just stay for the next draw. There's other things in and around that area. You just need an all-wheel drive. So yeah, there's there's actually tons to do in Kanab, Utah. I recommend a day or two just to kick it. Yeah, just as long as the power's on, and then you know because if, apparently if it snows, they just they shut it down. And maybe just go just to feel it out, and then come back ready for outdoors and like ready to do all the. But otherwise, you know, do your homework and figure out what you got to do. But it was another memorable Utah trip. And every time to, we go to Utah, something fucking happens. <laughs> I can't get enough. But like, what what are your what's your biggest takeaway? That I haven't seen enough of it yet. I feel like each time we go, I, it's just been a little bit of a taste for me, you know. And even this time was just a little bit of a taste. I haven't gone on a fully immersive like gone for several days type trip in any of these places. Not here, at least. I'm going to get a new tent. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to try to be more prepared for the cold. Maybe a two-person sleeping bag. Maybe a better tent. A little roomier. Maybe something that can... Yeah. Be prepared. Have some gloves. Have a blanket, for God's sakes. Yeah, I didn't bring that either, did I? (laughs) (laughs) I brought my sleeping bag. I'm like, this is good enough. Frank was looking at me like, where where am I supposed to sleep? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely missed my yurt. I was, I was, I felt so cramped in that little last tent. Definitely missing my yurt. So. In Mandarin, Shangpu means breasts. FYI. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was your that your your fun fact from our trip. That's it. That's what I got. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> if you have any other uh, fun Mandarin words or any other suggestions for places to visit in Utah or the greater Southwest, please do so on any of our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook or instagram by searching for the catch the sky podcast you may interact with us on twitter at cts terry or at cts safe and 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. We appreciate you listening as always. Travel safely and keep trying to catch the sky.